0: Get eighty percent off your impression kit when you use code Wondery at Byte.com. That's b y t e dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Also, you don't have to uh, have sex to make someone orgasm. That's I don't know. sure. I don't know how it works. So for you, you guys
1: were doing high school stuff. Okay, cool.
0: um, it's
1: Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen, and the big sis you didn't ask for but need. Welcome to almost adulting. Almost adulting. You ready? Hey, cuties, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting with me, your host, and your sister, Bella Benson. Today, I'm your younger sister. Why? Because today, our episode is Vault Archives. I pulled this episode up, um, to be honest... <laughs> To say I'm embarrassed by this episode would be downplaying it because I cut out 30 minutes from this episode. Basically, I had to pull this episode up from uh, the archives. It's basically an episode that I put away within seconds. It was when I first released my podcast. It was like the third episode ever, and it's with Nick Viall. And I thought it would be a perfect way to put out this episode because I'm thinking of having Nick on um, next month in December I have this like special month planned out and I thought it would be interesting for you you both for you both for all of you for the two for my only two listeners to listen to my podcast no I thought it'd be interesting for all of you guys my besties to listen to this episode uh, the parts that I didn't cut out and to kind of get to see a, my chemistry with Nick, which was not that great. Uh, B to see how I was when I first created my podcast, um, two years ago, how brand new I was and how much I've grown since. And because that's why I cringe when I listen also how Nick, cause this is around the time Nick started his podcast, uh, vial, vial files. It's also when he was single, it was maybe pff, a year prior to him meeting natalie his current girlfriend so it's interesting when we talk about love and his type and all that he actually ends up describing his current girlfriend so i thought it'd be cool because when nick and i both started a podcast we got a bunch of feedback we got feedback the both of us couldn't shut the fuck up when we had guests on um, he nick constantly got feedback he was talking over other people and he really completely changed who he is as a podcaster interviewer and even as a Boyfriend in person, hands how he found Natalie and how beautifully he treats her. And like I said, when I first started my podcast, I've listened to some of my first episodes and I, you know, could tell the same thing. I couldn't shut the fuck up. Hence why then I created my solo episodes, so I can just talk then. But that's why I think it's so cool and interesting to see how far we've come together, um, and how much I've also grown as a podcaster. And I thought it'd be cool to kind of have this episode come out this month of Nick and I when we first met and then we'll get to fast forward next month and you'll guys get to hear us two years later together in a room doing an interview and how far we've come and how much we've grown as people and as podcasters so that's why kind of today I wanted to do that but regardless we still had amazing advice when it comes to love coming from a perspective of a man, and it was also really cool and interesting to hear everything he had to say because it led up to him, you know, how he met Natalie, his current girlfriend. So hope you guys enjoy my little Vault Archive episode. Today, welcome to the month of November. This week we have um, this part two of Scientology. I really hope you guys listen to it because it is phenomenal and I'm not gonna lie, Last month, the cult episodes were so much work for me and my whole team we i mean um the amounts of co- talks and conversations I had with every um guest that I interviewed the 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 time it took us to edit all these episodes the time it took us to create all these promos and some of them didn't even hit on instagram i mean you write the word cult it just blocks you on social media but you know we still put up all that effort because we wanted to try something new and it was it was a lot like it it was uh i forgot the word not excruciating not draining Mm. i forgot what it's the word but It took a lot of energy from me and my whole team to create the cult month. And it it was great. It was a great experience. And as much as I say, I don't like, I sometimes need a break from dating and relationships. I can't help but, you know, love talking about dating and relationships. It is my niche. It is my podcast. But this month, now we are in November month. This month, we will dive into Scorpio month which means it's going to be dark. We're going to talk about, I'm going to have episodes about astrology, about death, about ghosts, about paranormal activities, about um, aliens, about psychics, and all of that, which is very Scorpio-like. Yeah, my birthday's in two weeks. Anyway, y'all, I love you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And hope you feel nostalgic. And again, if you get annoyed by anything, just remember, this is a Vault Archive episode. So if it annoys you, you know, put your phone down, go outside, and calm the fuck down. Because I'm not the problem, it's you. (laughs) I'm kidding, no. But um, I'm excited for this month, and the episodes are still going to be a bit strange. And then December, we get back to full on, you know, like... My OG mentors, which I'm really excited for. But yeah, you're going to love this month, too, because it is Scorpio month. Love you. Enjoy the episode. Bye, besties. You're a hopeless romantic.
0: I think in life, part of my problem when it comes to my dating life is I do like a challenge. Uh, I certainly when I was younger, that was certainly uh, an issue. And it continues to be an issue for me. However, as I've gotten older, I've acknowledged that.
1: What are you looking for in, your, in a partner? Like, what's your type? Because doesn't seem like you have look wise a type, or is that brunette?
0: I, I I definitely have a physical type, and it tends to be brunette. Uh huh. Um, but I also, to be honest, I'm I'm a I like a I like a body. Yeah, you know, I'm a body guy.
1: Okay, but Raven and Vanessa have different bodies. But okay,
0: sure, but they. What, what, so you what is, like
1: a girl with that has
0: 8 by okay, my type isn't my type isn't solely predicated on like I wouldn't use my season as a reference point to define oh. my interest in people in general. Yeah. Okay. Uh but in general, I I tend to like it, listen, I mean it's I I I'm I'm I tend to date uh, women who the average person would consider to be slightly curvy. It's not like okay i mean curves can you don't you can be a smaller person in curvy you know what i'm saying like it varies so like this is a broad statement okay so um, if
1: someone's curvy but they're blonde then what are your thoughts on
0: that uh, i'm into it <laughs> no I'm, I'm just saying but i'm saying what i'm saying is would you agree that i think for whatever reason it seems like brunette women tend to have more of a figure than blonde women what? This is a general thing. I'm not talking I'm like. Very, I'm very, I have a, I have a <laughs> I'm, not talking I'm very curvy and I'm blonde. Anyways, um, <laughs> I feel like I can, only, I can't <laughs> say this without getting myself in trouble somehow. Well, um, I'm saying my type tend I, I tend to have dated brunettes, right? Yeah. I don't have a thing for brunettes, but I, I do have, I, I find myself to be attracted to, uh, that look, uh, Got but I have dated body. blondes. Um, and I, I, is it like, true
1: the blondes have more fun?
0: Uh, I don't know. No, yeah. you don't. Um
1: You like a girl that has a body, like skin and bones and Sure. <laughs> all but that like stuff.
0: I What I'm saying, Two don't you really like there's some like there's some men who are tend to be attracted yeah. to women who are who have a very narrow figure. Yes. Um yeah.
1: or like thicker. Yeah, I agree, I agree. I
0: I I tend to not yeah. date women like that. Uh obviously like they're you know, I'm a, their face. I don't, I don't know. Like, if I'm attracted to it.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't really <laughs> I don't know. have a type. This
0: is an uncomfortable conversation because in this day and age, I feel like I'm like, going to get Anything like, you say, I'm yeah. objectifying. Like, but like, there's a physical pres- preference okay, that I have. What about
1: your type? What else are you looking for in a partner that doesn't have to do with looks?
0: It doesn't have to do with looks. Well, this way, and I've mentioned this, I'm, I'm interested, ultimately, it comes down to trust. And I don't mean trust like, like, or, or feeling safe. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone, when they really narrow it down to what they're looking for, is they're trying to feel safe with someone. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what that means oh. is if you feel truly safe with someone, it means you can always be yourself without fear of judgment and criticism. And I think often what happens in relationships is we, especially early on, we. We date people who we love and we date and then it becomes contentious. And instead of building each other up, you break each other down. Yeah, right? I feel you, like
1: that was my ex-wife and I we were on and off for seven years and we were constantly breaking each other down and I never that felt happens a lot. with them
0: Right. Yeah. So instead of actually like feeling like you're in a relationship where they, you know, and then so the, ultimately you, that's why people break up because yeah. it's like you're not your best self when you're around them. In fact, you become a, a worse version of yourself. And I think for me, while it's very vague, it's to find someone that, you know, obviously, again, like we talked about, you want the physical attraction, you want to enjoy their company and you want to feel safe around them. And I, I, I do. My problem has been is because I've confused in the time because I do like the challenge. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've confused, um, uh, like women with strong personalities, uh, women with big personalities. And I've confused that with women who, uh, cause I also, I like opinionated women, but I like mm-hmm. a women who have an opinion, but not necessarily who want to be contentious with me, but they can, they can, cr- uh, have criticism, but in a, in, that it's meant in a positive way. And I've ultimately have... Uh, Fallen and dated women who have big personalities and can be critical, but at the same time their their criticism uh, I've found, at least with the women I've dated, have come from a a point of maybe their own insecurities. And it wasn't necessarily Mm -hmm. building me up but breaking me down. But I think a lot of people do that, right? Right. Um, And so... I think sometimes to that point is because I have also a big personality, and like I, yeah, you do. so my problem is like again, I'm not a pushover, right? So mm-hmm. I think sometimes people who have big personalities are tend to be attracted with people with, uh, you know, I guess not as a smaller personalities, but more demure and kind of m- more quiet with men versus women. I
1: like like I have a big personality, and I like guys that are quiet. You're
0: just gonna yeah, chill, go with the flow, whatever. Yeah, so
1: I can like talk and, and like do bounce what I'm to their out. My problem, problem is like- yeah,
0: and my problem has been is is finding the. Uh, the the woman who, like me, can have the balance. Because I, I can be stubborn, but I do... F- I feel like in my relationships, and this may surprise you, but I feel like I, I ended up always being the one who was conceding things for the sake of the relationship.
1: No, I can see that.
0: Um, And I just felt like it became... Contentious and critical, and it got to the point where once I started like putting my foot down and being like, "That's not okay. You, we can't. That's not like." Uh-huh. I, then it like we couldn't, and then we butted heads. It wasn't. I felt like there wasn't a lot of compromise, and so uh, yeah. So I still want to be able to find a, a woman with well, uh, an opinion I, and a big personality, but someone that uh, balances. We can balance each other out.
1: That's also a Libra thing. Not to get into zodiac signs, but Libras, Libras it says about the sign that they change themselves a little bit per partner.
0: Okay. I'm open to someone, you know, believing in me and, and knowing and seeing my good and bad qualities. And if they, they, if I'm showing my bad qualities to check me mm-hmm. and then remind me uh, of the better qualities you take I have feedback. Well, you know, if you're going to give me, if you're going to give me criticism, I'm open to it, but I need a solution you oh, suck I like that isn't yeah,
1: criticism yeah. like agree. isn't
0: criticism like you're terrible that's awful you're oh you always do this everyone says this about you oh that's the worst right oh
1: my god I hate that oh
0: that's and you, you know, know what you're being
1: like, they were right yeah, about you they were you. right
0: about you <laughs> you <laughs> like, know that everyone <laughs> says this about you and I don't like that's I think, not I think that's not helpful right I agree. but hey babe like you do this sometimes and I understand that you can be a certain way but like know what you like Trying to like, here's why it's not a good thing, and here's what you are really good at. And if you do this, you might get a better. Like, let's say if I come home from work and I'm like, oh, this happened at work, and X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah, blah. I'm very frustrated, and I have a uh, I'm, I'm dating someone who says, yeah, a, first, you know, the whole thing, you empathize, you relate, and then you're like, yeah, but you know, babe, if I'm being honest, like that sucks, but you do have a tendency of maybe saying, you know, maybe you are stubborn, or you could interrupt, or whatever. And I could be like, yeah, you know what? I, <laughs> I do yeah. that sometimes and then offer a solution of you know what i'm saying to me that's i want to have someone so who can check commu- me
1: and communi- so communication right? good communication wait and but- then again
0: <laughs> i am a firm believer that people you can't date someone who makes you a better person people like to say that like what do you want i want someone who makes me no, a better person you
1: need to make yourself a better person yes
0: but you can be with someone who helps you be the best version of you that yes, you can be what sure. is your sign I'm a Scorpio. What's that? When's your birthday?
1: November 15.
0: I'm not big into horoscopes. I've, I've since, I've, you know, since I've moved to LA, certainly I've been. My
1: rising it. is a Libra, so I come off as a Libra.
0: Yeah, so I, I <laughs> get that there's things about horoscopes that I can even about me where I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. The birthday one is I've. The one that were specific to your birthday. That oh,
1: I need to read that. That's one.
0: Interesting, I that's interesting because that's that's been the one that's been the most specific. Yeah. Because then it's also specific to the day of your birthday. Yeah. Um, but then you have, like, a whole general, like, basically a month worth of people where, like, everyone is the same? Of course not. Right. Yeah,
1: like, but, like, if you, there's other charts that there's, so there's, like, a, a ton of other signs sure. that That's, have to yeah. do with you. And I've, I've read that. But, yeah, because... 'Cause I feel like in some ways I'm very Scorpio, but in other ways, like as I've grown as a person, I've become more like other signs. Maybe I like, mean
0: Vanessa okay. and I are both Libras, right? Yeah. And there are some similarities that we have. Yeah. There are a lot then, of differences. But then like when it's like
1: you guys are Libras are very stubborn, like, okay, Scorpios are stubborn, yeah. like so but, are these this, exactly. these signs are stubborn, like yeah. a lot of people are stubborn. Exactly. But but like Scorpios are supposed to be not that outgoing and more quiet and I'm very outgoing and very loud. But like I do like my space. But, but so that's why I don't I know. have
0: some people who would uh classify me as an introvert and i'd have some people classify me as an extrovert Uh, Mm -hmm. you know i can be both
1: okay where do you get your energy from is it from people or from being alone that's how you know both Okay, but like pick one. I don't know because me, like I can I be very alone.
0: I can be very aloof at times and I can be very standoffish even in crowds, but I sometimes like to be in crowds. I like like I love a big yeah. city. I like to feel the energy of people around me. That yeah. doesn't mean I will show up and sometimes I will, but mm. I can go to an event and be uh, not necessarily by myself, but I can be independent. I'm very independent um, in events. But I sometimes like, I like to go to event. I like to go where are, there are people. Yeah. I don't mind being alone either, but... I'm not a recluse in that sense. So I even sometimes wonder, am I introverted or am I an well, extrovert? Well, you can,
1: you can be both. I'm like an intro extro, introvert that's an extrovert. There's a
0: lot of people who would consider me to be an introvert. But and there's I other get, people who would. And, I, I, and Honestly, I'm kind of fascinated by it because I can be both.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, that kind of makes you was a chameleon.
0: Well, a career is more like a adaptable to like well, in that sense, where a Libra would you know be yeah,
1: uh, well my risings a Libra uh, Well, I'm a, yeah, I'm adaptable, like I was like when I was younger, and I would go out, like if I was going out with one girl, she always would bring a friend because my thing is I don't like to just stick to one person, so if I was going out like we were way younger like I don't know, college. Not way younger. I'm not that old. But like college and stuff like uh, she would bring another girl because I would ditch them. The minute I started drinking and I'm like in the moment, Mm -hmm. I ditch them. I make new friends. I leave with that group to like a new party. I ditch that group. I leave with a different group to a different party. And like that was my thing. And then but then I would isolate myself for like three days without talking to anyone. So I get my energy back because I'm drained from being around people. And that's what makes me an introvert. That's an extrovert. Because yeah, I don't know if I get yeah. my
0: energy Yeah, I don't know.
1: I need to be alone to like to like re what is it not rebuild, like um
0: recharge? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So okay, wait, I have more questions for okay. you. Okay, this one's really important. How tall are you? Six two. <laughs> cool. That's great. <laughs> okay, wait, I <laughs> have other questions. Uh, I mean I just sound, I just feel so silly. Okay, wait. Yeah, yesterday I wrote, "What is love for you?" and I was like writing some poems though. So I feel like my answer is very um, poetic and it's and not lame, but it's a little
0: When you say for you, you mean for you or? Well, I was
1: asking what is love for you and then I also answered and I wrote I have two answers. I wrote love for me is everything when everything is black and white, love feels it. love um, is in color. So that was me just uh-huh. writing a little poem. <laughs> uh-huh. So, what is love for you? <laughs> Top uh, mine. Top is, my answer. What do
0: you mean? Uh, lo- In a poetic way. Love for me. Yeah. Uh, loyalty. I like loyalty.
1: But like you, you. I feel like you came off to me, as, at least on the show, because ah, I hate that, I guess. Like, you literally feel like you know someone well watching them in the show. And I know you don't because people do that to me with my Instagram accounts and my sure. like videos. They think they know me really well and they only see it one part. But the way you came off is a very hopeless romantic. And I feel like I'm similar in that way that I'm constantly looking for this love that may not exist. And I think yeah. I wonder sometimes if that's one of the reasons I'm single. I, so are you like that?
0: I can be a hopeless romantic and I certainly probably was more when i was younger um two
1: years ago on the show
0: or? <laughs> yeah when i was like in my early 20s oh, okay cool. i think as i've gotten perspective i've become more pragmatic so um, why
1: are you then why are you single right now if because i thought okay i guess that's really long answer so wait, let's go back just like because i feel like i wrote here do you think being such a romantic is what held you back from finding a lasting relationship because this, because it's, um, this undeniable love doesn't exist? No. Okay. So
0: I mean, <laughs> I, I I think the real answer, well, apart, I mean, I, there might be some truth to that. I, I, I am picky, right? Like a lot of people like to say that. And uh, well,
1: normally men date women that are similar to their mothers, and you like women that are challenging. Interesting. Like
0: my, I, I date women that are nothing like my mom. No,
1: exactly. So maybe that's why you never stayed with one, because eventually it's like the challenge is too much, and they're not like. Because your mom, she's very like and she seems and very sweet. Sweet, yes. And like caring and all that and um like my mother is like that and it seems she's like she's a
0: nurturer yeah and, and, and um, you go
1: for very strong willed women yes and after a while like doesn't everyone wants to sometimes feel like loved and taken care of and like i think a lot of times with strong if two people are too strong like they're also butt heads and they won't show each other how much they care about each other because it's like
0: yeah I, know? I, there's probably some truth to that uh
1: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Um, I was in relationships throughout my 20s, and then in my 30s have been um, dominated by some of the risks I've taken in life. Mm -hmm. A a lot of it is the show, and while the show was – it's a show designed on finding love – uh, it also can work against you. But I mean, most let,
1: bachelors don't don't stay together with their partner. True,
0: sure. and like obviously, like I don't blame it on the show, but like my I've had a very atypical life, especially in my thirties. You know, usually you when you're in your twenties, you take more of these risks, and you're kind of. I was more the relationship guy in my twenties, and in my thirties, it's been kind of these. I mean, I used to sell software, and now I'm out here in LA uh, doing things in entertainment. And with your shirt off. With my shirt off, and <laughs> and. And so like, I've, I've hit my stride now, but in the past, like three or four years was a lot of like, um, the unknown, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and that's hard to meet anyone and settle down, you know? And you take relationship risks by going on a TV show to find love. And if it doesn't work out, there's a lot of time that you could like, you know, if I was still say selling software and at a kind of like a then very, you
1: would probably have a partner right now. There's
0: a, maybe a better chance. And I, let's say I still lived in Chicago and mm-hmm. I had a routine, um, yeah. and I was more settled. I think, you know, my life has been very unsettling while fun. And I think sometimes that can make dating a challenge.
1: Um, are you scared that you'll never find your other half at this point?
0: Scared? Um, uh, no, but there's a concern. Like I sometimes, you know, do you believe
1: in soulmates?
0: No. Do you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I believe the soulmates. Well, actually, I came well, up. with Well, how many this.
0: soulmates can one? Can well, one I don't have? believe
1: in. I believe that I. Okay. I,
0: uh, I mean, listen. That's no, like saying. No, no, I, Do I believe there are people Wait. you are more compatible with than no, others? Sure. Let do me tell you
1: what uh, I mean about the soulmates. I'll, I'll shut up. Thank you. A uh, few years ago, my friend's mother, I have three friends, Their siblings. Their mother passed away from cancer. Mm-hmm. So to make them feel better, I said that the way I, I believe in soulmates in a way that like your family and your really close friends, th- those are your soulmates. So when they pass away, they're not actually, they're not leaving you forever. Eventually, when, you're, when you leave your body in the next lifetime, you guys are always meant to be together. Okay. So they come back as like either a parent or a friend or something. And then if you're very, really, really, really lucky... You can also fall in love with one of your soulmates, but it's not a must. So then like, let's say you meet a soulmate and you just like, you just see a soulmate for a little bit and then you guys never cross paths again, but you just feel like you know them forever. In, in 70 lifetimes, you guys will then be together. Like eventually soulmates, if they're meant to be lovers in one of these lifetimes, they will be together. So you believe in reincarnation? Uh, yeah. Even though Jews don't, but I do. Yeah.
0: Have you read the uh, book, uh, many masters many lives or something like no. that it's about reincarnation it's oh really? yeah
1: i just like I, I feel like that's what makes me
0: many but, lives many masters many something like that i don't know
1: is it saying what i said
0: no, no but it is interesting
1: i mean at this point it maybe i have my soulmate and it didn't work out and we will be together in the next lifetime but like
0: well do you believe there would be just one
1: well, no, your soulmates is your family and, uh, like, your best friends and even people that are, you haven't seen again after, But like potential two, a lovers, do
0: you think there's many soulmates out there?
1: For your lovers? Yeah. That's a good question. Um,
0: I mean, well, if there's just one.
1: Well, then in luck. one lifetime, <laughs> you eventually find them, and it's the best love you've ever had.
0: A lot of people don't find that.
1: They don't, and then one lifetime they will, and that's the whole Gotcha. like romantic thing about it, but at least you find someone that makes you feel I, good about yourself. Or? I
0: believe that, I mean, personally, I believe uh, that there are many people that you are, uh, have, can be truly connected with. Uh, and yeah. I believe in compatibility. I but guess. that
1: makes me then, then I feel like I try to, I... I think I get too much in my head, and I try to understand the meaning behind love, and I overly try to understand, and I feel like that's why I have a hard time believing when people tell me they love me because I'm like, do you love me? Because it's love sub- is so subjective. Different. Well, yeah, because like your think parents about love you. People
0: get divorced, you, you know, and but your break parents up. love
1: you; they'll do anything for you. And then you have a partner that won't do everything for you. And then you kind of like, so is this love then? Because, like there's I'm different confused. types of love or like when you have a child that's a completely different sure. love I heard it's hard for me to really understand love because I look at my ex-boyfriends and I feel so indifferent about them now so it's like did I really ever love them if like if now I don't feel anything like isn't love supposed to be real love isn't that like forever
0: love is so subjective and it means a bunch of different things to a bunch of different people
1: I, uh, am so I have expressed
0: out. I love you to huh let me think Three, four, five, six women in my life.
1: You were only in four seasons of The Bachelor, though.
0: Okay. Well, (laughs) I've expressed the words I love you to three times on The Bachelor. And I expressed the words I love you to three women outside of The Bachelor.
1: And to your family members.
0: And I can honestly say that when I said it in the moment, I absolutely meant it. Um, I like
1: that, that you said that, yeah, in the moment, when I, when I feel something in the moment, I do 100% mean it.
0: I, do I look back? um, Certainly all the I love you's I expressed on the show uh, are met with a fair amount of criticism because it's a staged uh, environment that is meant to elicit maximum emotions. But my, my, when I expressed it, it wasn't disingenuous. Yeah. At the time, I realized that I probably may have never expressed it to those people had I not been in that environment. Totally,
1: yeah, that makes sense.
0: But it wasn't disingenuous when I said it.
1: Like, do you feel that right now with us, or is that not? <laughs> um,
0: but like, you know, like like ex girl, like my three ex girlfriends prior to ever being on the show, um, especially two of them, mm-hmm. um, like I. I love them and I don't have any contact with them, but I will always feel a bond with them.
1: Totally. Well, I mean, I don't
0: check that. in or whatever. I don't hear from them. They have their own lives, but and they lovers. were a big part of my life. You know, uh, one I dated off, it was my first love. I dated on and off from 18 to 25. We grew up together in a sense. Mm-hmm. And the other one I dated in my late 20s, but for two and a half years. And we shared a lot of moments together and, and Are families. you dating
1: anyone right now?
0: No, not not exclusively. <laughs> what do you mean i'm dating There'd dating like- is dating is dating you you date you go on some coffee dates you Damn, i out. would hate
1: to listen to this podcast if i was dating you and i just heard you say not exclusively it's
0: la they're not they're not there no one is under the impression with me that they're in some sort of committed relationship if
1: i'm sleeping with someone like we're together <laughs> that's for sure in do a you, super calm chill way do you define together. the? so
0: if you hook up with a guy do you immediately define the relationship the next morning
1: no, I'm I'm totally making a joke, I guess, at this point. Well, that's a good care. question, though. Um, I mean, well, it depends where my head's at. Like, uh, last year I was trying to more to date, and I wasn't trying to be exclusive with the guys. So You it, can date I without sleeping around. Like, yeah, and a lot of them I dated not sleeping with them, but the few guys I did sleep with, I still, like... Uh, I mean, I think when I was sleeping with them, I was hoping they're not sleeping with anyone else. Who knows?
0: But, listen, I, when it comes to dating now, But I'm STD-free. When, uh, when it comes to dating uh, now... <laughs> uh, when it comes to dating now I think even though we're we have more of a hookup mentality yeah and everyone wants to like be chill and I think it's abso- if you are going to sleep with someone even if you're not you're like um, wanting even to date then that's fine you don't have to like, but if someone, I think it's still fair for that one person to ask. If you were looked, up, if you hooked up with someone,
1: but I also don't sleep around, so I think sex means more to me. I've only, I'm, I just sure, heard, but it might not mean I the just, same to him exactly. So but I, but I understand. That I now. think
0: you still have the right the, to like ask him, hey. And what, I like, think a lot of
1: girls don't do that because we are afraid to communicate. But I agree. I feel like girls should just be more upfront. Like you may hey, not get the answer this- you
0: want. But
1: a lot of the times, I'll, you know, girls will be surprised. But A lot of times men are very honest. We're just not listening. And I uh,
0: that's a great point. And I've said
1: that with with on I think that's on a, another that's episode. A great, that's
0: a great point. Guys
1: literally tell you from the beginning what they're thinking. And they're just like, I'm not really looking for anything right now. Anyway, you're so beautiful. Like, let's get a grab a drink. And you just like or they might say, like, I, I don't beautiful. know
0: how I feel about you, but I definitely would like to have sex with you.
1: Yeah, and girls are like, "Cool, all right, maybe so like maybe something will happen." It's like, no, he like, it's, it's not.
0: I mean, I've but only, I do think the women have the right to to ask the question. If well,
1: women are usually scared, but I've only slept with like seven or eight guys, and I'm thirty. <laughs> Is
0: it seven or eight?
1: I I feel like I have to recount. That was but, my
0: number when I turned thirty.
1: Really, yeah, really? It's not. I don't anymore. believe you. Really?
0: I was in mostly relationships. In my 20s.
1: You're mostly a Mormon.
0: No, I I had most of my, the majority of my twenties, I was in a relationship.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I've slept with pretty few guys and I feel like I've only kissed like 15 guys. So like in last year I was just trying to date more. So that was me more trying to be like quote unquote promiscuous and be more like everything I talk about. Um, But yeah, like I think I was looking for intimacy through sex and I understand now that it's not the same thing because I just didn't want to deal with talking and actually opening up and being open. And, you know, it's a lot. But I feel like I'm more ready now for love and relationships now because I'm ready more to communicate. And I don't feel... I think I used to think, like, oh, if I sleep with someone, like, we rush... We, like, we got to that next chapter of intimacy. And, like, we're to... like, And I didn't realize that for the guy, like, sex is different. And it's not... There's no intimacy. He doesn't know me at all. You know what I
0: mean? I think it's a stereotype, but I don't think it's exclusive to men and women. I think there are plenty of women who... Um, enjoy having sex and want to have sex. No, but
1: I would act like I didn't care, and I don't care to be with with those guys. And I think I think it like in a weird way, maybe came from insecurities, or I just always want guys to fight for me. But like, if you act like you don't give a shit about someone, they're gonna believe you eventually, you know, or they're gonna act the same way. True. Yeah. So I feel like I've learned a lot last year, and now I'm not dating literally anyone, and I'm totally okay with it. I literally don't even care.
0: (laughs) So have you ever? told a guy that you don't think he's boyfriend material yeah what was the reaction you got
1: people guys get really offended and i don't understand that because i feel like i'm just i feel like someone's like I have to smart something. Thing to say. i'm i overly honest i think and it's a better
0: thing to say than then
1: i would say hey listen i'm not interested in dating you because i just don't feel like i see a future with you but i'm down to have sex with you and then i've said that like twice or something no, like that to it, two it, different guys it, and each guy you, then you, rejected me and they did not want to, they were like, that's so disrespectful. Like, I can't believe someone would talk to me like that. I'm who, not interested. Were
0: they, were they who were the, what was their background? You know. They rejected, uh, they didn't want to have sex with you?
1: No. And I think, you know, it has to do with, it has to do with.
0: Um, I find this hard to believe.
1: No, on my life. I swear. They I, did not sleep with me either one.
0: You said, I just want to have sex with you.
1: Yeah. I'm not interested in dating you. And then they ne- like never talked to me again.
0: Huh. Well.
1: And I think it has to do with, like, Are it's an European? ego thing. Did I say before they like European guys?
0: No, but I'm asking if they were European.
1: Um, no, they were both Americans, actually, which is not, like, I don't normally date Americans, but they were uh, both
0: Americans. It's definitely an ego thing. You definitely threw them off. Uh,
1: yeah, they were like, F this girl, because guys like to do that. Like, you like to do you like to, do that to the other person. You don't like when someone does it to you. I'm sure they probably just went to sleep with me, but the minute I laid it out there, I think it's just they were like, F this. And each one of them got a girlfriend right after. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I date someone that they, after me, they literally get a girlfriend. And I'm just like, what am I doing wrong?
0: Uh, did you actually think that? Or did you say it just because? In my
1: heart, I was not interested in dating either one because they were younger than me.
0: Well, there you go. There's other factors at play.
1: But uh, my friends have had sex with those guys. So they told me all about it. So it's like I live vicariously through them. So mm-hmm. it's, it's all good. Great. <laughs> I, like, I'm all about, like, I don't mind if, like, I have a friend that slept with a guy that I'm considering dating. I actually prefer it so that I can get the story. Get the
0: notes.
1: Yeah. But not all girls are like that. Like, I, like, I think it's hilarious, but I think it's because I've been with a few guys, so I think it's fun. Like, I have something about it I'm very fun to me. Like I, like, I like to date a guy that's been around. Because it's, like, he got out of the way, and now we can hook up. And I really don't care if he slept with any of my friends as, as long as, as like,
0: like,
1: they're, like, it's been years before. It's not sure. like he's still sleeping with them, you know? That's... Like, I've dated a guy that I slept with, and then I tried to pawn him off to one of my friends. I tried to
0: set them up. Like, I don't care like that. You're an interesting creature, Violet.
1: I know. Not, I feel like I've just changed so much. First
0: you don't care about sex, <laughs> then you do care about sex. It's literally it how nothing I— nothing f- but everything at the same time. It's how I time. feel
1: in the moment. I can't explain it. In every moment, it's how I feel. I go based on—I'm not a logical person. You seem like you are. Uh Yes. I'm more emotional. So if in this moment I feel like I love you, like like we talked about, like then I do love you. But if in two minutes I feel differently, I, I won't love you. It can get tricky. And that's that makes people who are with me sometimes not feel safe. That's and I well, that's understand fair. that now better. That's
0: fair. I, so are I, knowing that you're that way, are you uh conscious of it and aware of it and try now to now i am because and again like if you're gonna especially when it comes to both sleeping around or because guys care about feelings not i maybe think i
1: didn't understand So that when before. you
0: express words of affirmation that mean maybe mean as yeah. much to him that you can really hurt someone by feeling a certain way in a moment
1: i uh, know i agree and then feeling I'm,
0: differently in another moment and, and then when you reply well God, that's how i felt <laughs> Um, No,
1: like I agree. And I think I just I used to have even a hard time of expressing nice things, nice comments to anyone I was dating because I didn't get that growing up with my father. So I didn't know how like I would like look at my mm -hmm. boyfriend. I want to be like, you're so adorable right now. And I just want to like touch his face and tell him that I care about him. And like, I don't even know how to say without being scared of rejection. So that took me like years to get there where I can say nice things. But I'm more self-aware now of how I'm like can be careless of people's emotions and I used to be bitter towards men so I feel like I would just want to kind of hurt their feelings because they hurt my feelings but now I'm more caring so like my guy friends or anyone that I've dated I do most of them except maybe one I have tried like I do try to understand their emotion even if they hurt me I try to I care about their feelings and I want to make sure I don't come on I don't do anything wrong like I'm very I'm self I'm very self-aware so, like, if I feel in the moment that I love someone, I'm not going to say it because I have to think about it now because I know how I am. Sure. OK, so I guess we should, like, wrap it up, even though I had a lot of other questions for you. Um, and I was going to ask you if you see yourself ever doing reality TV again. And I, as we were talking, I came up with a new show for you. Nick, 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 Nick wants to be a dad or Nick's baby. Nick wants kids or kids with Nick something like that and then all these girls come on the show to compete for you to give them a child and then by the end of the first season finale you impregnate one of them
0: uh, <laughs> uh when it comes to reality tv uh, uh I
1: w- oh my god I, me, who's buying this any, idea <laughs>
0: anything relationship-based where it's about me pursuing uh well you're 38
1: this. it's time for children
0: sure but i can do that without going on tv
1: yeah, but it's more fun. And then you pregnate <laughs> them and we all watch it.
0: That sounds like a problem waiting <laughs> to happen.
1: It's like a lossy waiting to happen. I know. Right, it's, anyway. It's uh, one I, thing
0: to get engaged in nine weeks. I mean, it's quite the opposite to uh, impregnate <laughs> someone.
1: Or like you start with all, impreg- trying to have sex with all of them. And then by the season finale, one of them is pregnant. <laughs> sounds like porn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe that's your next step. I'm kidding. Okay, anyway, what advice do you have for someone that's had their heart broken?
0: Get over it. I'm uh, what a, what a, what, uh, I think what I always say about that is usually when you have your heart broken, your ego sometimes hurts as much as your heart. And it can be that's very me—can me. be very complicated at times. Um,
1: sometimes I think my heart's broken, but it's my ego.
0: And uh, I think it's important to, to figure that out uh, when your heart's broken. And the only other advice that I have when it comes to heartbreak is you'll get over it. I mean, you really will. If you a allow- People
1: don't believe in that moment, but like you always like you time. You always do.
0: Death, taxes, and getting over heartbreak are three absolutes in life, but you have to let yourself <laughs> get over it. Um, and you have to make sure that it's, uh, you have to be mindful. And uh, listen, when, when it comes to the people like, well, it's been a year, I still can't get over them. That's not, that's not, your heartbreak. That's your ego.
1: And it, and it's also a lot of times it's hard when the other person moves on before you do. That's you know your ego. that's like my ego. That's
0: that's a hundred percent your ego. But the
1: thing is, people need to understand is that you will continuously get your heart broken until you find the right person that you're meant to be
0: with. You uh the maximum number of relationships you will have that won't fail is one.
1: <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, All right, so I guess we'll wrap it up because I have to make it to my sister's, uh, to my niece's birthday. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. Did you have fun? I did. Did you feel like this was more fun than when I was in your podcast or like, how would you rate We have
0: more of a rapport now.
1: All right. I hope you enjoyed this awkward, awkward, awkward episode, or at least I was cringing and thinking it's awkward. I'm sure it wasn't as bad as I think it was. You know, we are always our worst critics, but it's so cool, you know, to get to see how far... We've come together as besties with how much this podcast has grown. I mean, from Too Tired to Be Crazy to almost adulting to how much I've grown as a podcaster and also to see how much Nick has changed. But we'll get to see that uh, hopefully next month if our schedules align and he'll come on my podcast. All right, angels. Love you. Have a beautiful day. And can't wait for you to listen to part two of Scientology, where we discuss where the fuck is David's wife. Where the fuck is David's wife? David, the current um, ruler of Scientology. Love ya. Bye.